name's Sid Garza Hillman, and this is what I think. I've been doing this a long time, and by this I mean podcasting. If you add up this show and my previous show, it's a lot of episodes, okay? And I did add it up, and the total is a lot. Uh, and I got to tell you, never, not once, have I ever drank what I'm drinking today for this podcast. Uh, you know, on occasion, I'll have a little sip of, of whiskey. I'm not, don't, I'm not apologizing for it. It's not a lot, but it's a sipper. It's a little thing that I sip throughout the thing. Coffee, espresso, sure, why not? Huh? Tea, even, on occasion. Today, I was um, getting ready to record, and I was like, ah, too early for whiskey and I don't even have any in the house so that's like a secondary problem a second too late for coffee because that messes with my you know sleep in a way that I don't really dig the deep sleep but you I get enough hours on coffee yeah so do I but it's the it's the quality okay it's the quality okay don't I'm not this is not a sleep episode so I thought oh my god mushroom hot cocoa there you go mushroom hot cocoa open the cupboard, but the cupboard was bare. It's like an old Mother Hubbard thing happening in my house. Guess what I'm drinking? Water. I'm drinking water. Yeah, water. Listen, here's what it sounds like. Mm. Mm. Oh, man, that's... Evolving or devolving? I'll leave that up to you. Um, I'm going to follow up from the last episode, the the groundbreaking... Ground, can we... Groundbreaking NIH article, uh, study that our bodies, 170 million over, I cannot get myself over that, 170 million over five years, 170 million to discuss something that everybody already knows and even who people who don't know it, know it. That our bodies respond differently to food, a new study aims, okay, duh. But I got a question from a, a listener uh, slash uh, guitar virtuoso, side note. And it was like, yeah, but Sid, you said that people pretty much have the same nutritional needs point taken and i do i don't think there's a big huge variety in the human species certainly not as much as we're sold there's nobody who goes i just need a billion times more protein than that person because i it's it doesn't exist are there little degrees sure here, here here's the deal our bodies do respond differently to food but a lot of that is has to do and the article did admit this again stressing the obvious but to do with modern world issues of gut health diet exercise stress in general and yes there are different different bodies have different responses that's the no duh of this but that doesn't change the fact that as a species we do not have a design individually that is significantly different from any other individual in the wild, you've got wild animals that are in a, in a location, and so they'll, their gut bacteria will tend to be somewhat similar because they're eating the same food off the same trees and plants and whatever else they're doing. It's kind of that whole thing. But humans, we are spread out. We have varying levels of stress. We certainly have varying diets, um, mostly not that healthy. Um, and so because of that, there's, there's, those things differ significantly enough to, to render our response to foods potentially different but that doesn't change the fact that our design physiological design is similar we are all designed we have the same human bodies generally our organs our digestion the length of our intestine the ph in the stomach um, all things as i've said before pointing to the fact that we are a fiber species we thrive 
do best. We can digest all sorts of things like Twinkies, but we do best when we ingest most of the time things with fiber in them. But you can have somebody who eats a bunch of fiber food tomorrow and they're going to feel like complete crap. Well, that's because they're on a potentially standard American diet, or as I call it, a V. SAD, vegan standard American diet, which is going to be the Beyond Burger crap and fake cheese or whatever else. And, and Coca-Cola is vegan. So you could be on that diet tomorrow, ingest a whole bunch of fiber, and you're going to be like, see, fiber doesn't work for me. It made me feel like crap. Yeah, because your most of the time is leading up till today was eating like a 13-year-old a, a in, in Tulsa. I mean, that's you're, of course. So, but it doesn't change the fact that over time, if you allowed yourself enough time, you would be thriving on foods that are full of fiber, whole plants. Okay. Yes, we can digest other stuff. Yes, we have differing, somewhat differing. But for instance, some cultures and and uh, you know uh, backgrounds can, have have evolved to handle things like dairy a little bit better than others. There's some cultures that are just like nope. But as a species, do we should we be breastfeeding into adulthood? Should we, be, should we be sucking on the teat of anything, much less another animal into adulthood? No. Can we? Yeah, of course we can. We've done it for years. It doesn't mean it's good for any human being. Whether you've sort of been able to handle it better than somebody else is not good for any human being. Neither is whiskey. But it doesn't change the fact that that's kind of a through line. Okay, so I sort of like, yes, we're des our design is, this, is, is we all thrive on the same kind of food because of our physiological design. However, given modern world uh, concerns and realities, especially because of stress, yes, of course, people are going to respond to different foods differently. If you're looking at the increase in food allergies, that's a perfect example. Okay, you, you brutalize the human gut biome long enough and you're going to be sensitive to a whole bunch of stuff and your sleep is going to be crap and your inflammation is going to be through the roof and your immune system is going to be weakened and that's just all going to happen because that's what we do mm. Mm. oh my god this water i'm going to say this is probably good 10 12 year old water um just because of that, i can tell because of the complexity there's some there's some notes in it um i'm getting dirt notes for instance and also a little just a little tinge of e coli out of my well um okay so here's before i get to the subject of this week's episode which is jane says oh what's happening yeah i know so a couple quick announcements the, the small stepper special still happening if you want to i've got room so if you want to jump in 10 percent off that's significant and a couple's thing that you could do it with a friend or a, or a person and you join up and it's a good it's a good deal but here's the thing and i wrangled with this a lot so this is not easy for me to kind of tell you about i launched a kickstarter campaign to raise a little bit of dough for my album the the sid hillman solo record the title of the record's oxygen there's a link in the show notes if you feel like kicking me a little bit of dough there's some gifts and things like that whatever it's what it is there's a little video where essentially i'm saying Here's why I do, I'm doing what I'm doing. I don't like asking for stuff. I, do, I really don't. It's legit and I don't, but I really want to finish this damn record. And there's a little label in LA that wants to put it out. And I would be really cool to have a vinyl and a CD out um, after you know a few years of not having an album out is I'm very excited about it. So um, that's it. Kickstarter campaign in the show notes. If you feel like it, at least go to it and check out the video and whatever. Okay. And if you know people, email, if there are people who dig music, it's a, as I say in the video, look at it like it's supporting the arts. This is not a, um, yeah, I think he's probably going to sell a billion copies and probably float us back. No, this is, I don't even know what this is. It's an indie thing. Like all my other albums. 
and this podcast. Can we fa- can we can we agree? Indie. I was thumbing through some podcasts. I was on a road trip the other day, and I was like, oh, I'll look around for. There's so many. It's the fact that anybody shows up to watch this. Thank you because it's insane. I was like, just looking for one podcast and just the sheer. Um, and they're very specific, which is kind of cool. It's like we're going to talk about cardboard. Our podcast is about cardboard boxes that have an A on the outside. Like that's our that's our thing. Oh, really? Mine's about Tupperware. You know, and that's and that, and they probably have a pretty good following. Is my is my I love Tupperware, so that's how that goes. Thanks, he's in show notes. He's on that note to the Patreoners, and the show notes obviously for the links to Small Steppers, but also to the Kickstarter. I want to say that. Okay, yeah, good. Leaving it, it's for a month, so I'm probably going to mention it in a, in a follow up podcast. Okay, so um, Jane says now, if you're thinking Jane says that's a that's a song. And um, why is he quoting a song? This is a music-themed podcast. No, it's not. You're going to see where I go with this. Okay. So uh, Jane Says is a very, very famous song. Um, Perry Farrell of Jane's Addiction uh, wrote the song, I think. I don't know. It's a great It's a great song. There's no doubt about it. But that's not really about it. Uh, however, a lyric is relevant. The other title, alternate, that I had was Compound Fracture which I really enjoyed also. But then I was listening to Jane Says by complete coincidence. I was like, holy crap, that's in the theme. That's the universe telling me to, to title the episode Jane Says. Here's what happened. Um, a couple things have happened over the last um, few weeks. A friend of mine, old friend of mine, um, I mean, you know, since high school, had a heart attack suddenly, uh, called me. Remember I, I was speaking recently on this podcast about how I have like people in my life who just like, never asked me about nutrition. It's fine. I'll bring it up. But then all of a sudden, like my drummer, Mike, he told me he could use his name, uh, you know, was like, Hey, what, what's about, you know, and he, and he changed his diet and his diabetes is like the best it's ever been. If that's a thing and his weight, he's at a healthy weight for the first time in decades, literally a fraction of the amount of insulin, that kind of thing. Um, but another friend had a heart attack. So it's heavy duty stuff. He, he, he drove himself to the hospital, but it's pretty, pretty big deal. And I love this guy so much anyways, but he said, Sid. So yeah, so he, so he texted me. He's like, Hey, can we, can we, can we talk? And I said, sure. And I've known him since high school. So that's a long time. Again, I added it up and it's, it's this many, a lot of years is what, as the total that my calculator said, he said straight up. Cause I was, I had my, I was ready. I said, listen, I was, I was going to say, I was going to say, listen, it's your, let's look at your diet. But he jumped the gun on it. He goes, Sid, it's, it's my diet. He goes, I've been basically eating like a 19 year old, which I love because in a funny kind of light way with clients, sometimes I'm like, listen, time to, you got to start eating like an adult. You're eating like a, you're eating like a dorm room college student is not okay for your health. It's fun. I'm not saying that. I mean, my dorm Reber Hall at UCLA lost, guaranteed lost money on me. You do not for Sid, you do not do all you can eat. I'm just telling you, you do not do all you can eat for Sid, especially when you have tater tots, uh, crunch berries at your disposal. It, that's just sunk entire industries. Um, he's surviving on peanut butter and cheese, but then he goes, it's not even the good peanut butter. It's like Peter Pan. Now, for those of you, that's a deep cut on peanut butter because usually people go to like Skip or Jiffy. Peter Pan is like, way old school like i was almost like i think i'm not gonna be okay with that like it was if you're gonna go with peter pan i think you've earned some things you've earned you've earned your decisions i'll just say that anyways 
we went over some stuff, okay? And he's been doing really well. A week later, he was, you know, it's not because of the diet, but when we met, he was already back on a, like a bicycle. It was, so it wasn't, he got out of it. Now, a couple good things about this. I immediately tied the dietary changes, hypotheticals, to the stuff of value in our lives. And I always do this, even in the intensive, because if you just think about food as food, you're going to think about restriction, et cetera. So I've been through this a thousand times. Go back and listen to old episodes. However, I do tie people, even people who say, I want to lose weight. I go, go why? why? Why do you want to lose weight? Well, I want to look better. Okay, cool. Why? Well, I want to feel better and I want to have more confidence. And also, I want to you know be around a lot longer with my partner slash spouse or kids. So there's real life things that if you can attach, if you're ready, you can attach your decisions today to real life things that are of value to you that you want more of or to continue with time with family and work if you love it and, and whatever you're doing. Or maybe you want to change your diet so that you can do more of that stuff or be more active. Like you can't hike anymore because you don't feel well, but if you change your diet, you can. It's a conversation worth having with with yourself or with someone else because it's like, oh, that that's why. You know, it's like get the get the why. So I said, you know, so I said to him, listen, you got kids like this is because I'm ready for somebody to go. All right, I guess I can't have X, Y, Z. And I always say, yes, you can. You're an adult. You can have whatever you've been doing it. Not like nobody stopped you from Peter Pan. Peter Pan didn't even stop you. I wonder if Peter Pan eats his own peanut butter. He had to have at some point. I mean, why launch the product? You know what I mean? Mm. It's kind of funny because it is Peter Pan peanut butter, you know, always the child. And it's kind of a child's peanut butter. You know what I mean? I always love the peanut butter that had the stripe of jelly in the jar with the peanut butter. Again, totally next level. How is that not in everybody's cupboard today? Like immediately just peanut butter jelly in one jar? My God, I don't even remember the name of it. I just remember the brilliance. I mentioned his children because I was ready for him to, to feel that my recommendations of a choice, not a giving up, but of a choice, were restrictive. But he said, don't, I got it. Like he immediately was like, first of all, it's a diet. Second of all, I got it. He goes, I was in the hospital bed and I was only thinking about my children. Okay. This is, this is the stuff. If you want to know, okay, so that was, that was one person. The other person was a husband of, a, of an old friend of mine from college who passed away about my age, not even like maybe two years older. Uh, heart attack, sudden heart attack. This is real for me right now. I'm 54. So it's kind of like that time now where you're like, oh, like there's going to be, you know, and I could have a heart attack. I mean, I don't even know. I try to keep my stress managed. I'm trying to decrease the chances of this happening in a big way, but who knows? All I'm saying is some stuff adds up. Okay. Here's what is a pet peeve is when somebody dies like that. And they go, and I'm not saying it's this person, hypothetically. I'm just saying they go, but they were a runner. They exercised all the time. I cannot stress this enough. No pun intended. Exercise is a stress. Exercise is a stress. We need to stop saying, I don't know why that marathoner had a heart attack. It, he, she's a marathoner. Yeah, that's possibly one of the factors that led to a heart attack. I'm not joking. It's stressful. Here's when it's mostly stressful. When you do not have the nutritional and or lifestyle managed stress to support that additional work. So 
I thought of an analogy because I, I use food, I use a car as an analogy in my nutrition classes, which is gasping the calories and then everything else, the vitamins, minerals, that's the motor oil, the stuff that runs the machine well. It doesn't run on it, but it runs it well. But I was thinking back in the car thing when this was like, but he's a runner. I was like, listen, if you have a car and somebody goes up to you and goes, hey, do you ever um, change your oil and like make sure it's like clean and everything? And your response would be, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't check, change the oil. I don't check on it. I just drive it a ton. That would be like that. If you said, no, 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 I just, I drive. I drive, I, I just drive the engine a lot. That's why would I check the oil if I drive the engine? That's, that's ridiculous. Why would you, as long as I drive the engine, we're good. You see, I'm going this. I'm going to probably say it in the three, three or four more times until you're just like, okay, God. But that's what it would be like. You can't run your machine and not check the machinery. Or you, I mean, you can. Americans do all the time. And that's why our our death rate is decreasing. Next next generation living shorter. Wow. Medical science. Nice. Way to keep us not alive longer. Um, but we're paying the price. Sorry. We're paying the price. Peter Pan had some magic behind him. He launched peanut butter into a culture that does not have magic. And now look what's that look what that peanut butter's doing. When by the way, side note, when you make peanut butter, you can just blend peanuts. But what they do, and it's kind of groundbreaking, but they add oil and they add sugar. They add oil to peanut butter. I'm gonna have to have a sip of water just to make that go down a little bit better. Mm. Here's my point of all this and why I meant I, I titled this episode, Jane Says, and here's why. In a very morbid, horrible way, my best clients can be, and at least in the nutritional world, can be people who are have had a thing, a heart attack, diabetes, something that was scary enough that they really realize that the decisions that they might make to minimize the chances of that happening again are not restrictive. They are choices to live better, to live more fully, to be around as long as possible. Why? For the people that are in our lives, for our children, for our families, for our work. I already said all that stuff. I want you to understand that. But what I really want people to understand is it's just a whole hell of a lot better if you can get to that point without something major that happened in your life that triggered that. If it does, and you make decisions based on it, it's great. What a great response to something that bad that happens to you. You're not like, well, screw it then. I might as well smoke. You're like, oh my God, this was scary. And I really got attached now to the things of value. I'm stopped, I'm not being distracted so much. Now I realize there's stuff that's actually important to me. So I want to get my shit together. That's a great response. How cool. But for everybody else who hasn't had a thing, get your, get your head around it. Now, before it, before that thing happens, and by the way, if you made decisions now when you started getting your shit together and living better and then something bad happened, what is the worst part about that? Nothing. You, I'll guarantee here and now that you were feeling better in the meantime. Maybe 50 years of whatever you were doing wasn't, and then th six months of eating better wasn't enough to turn that around. It probably wouldn't be. So maybe you something bad happens, God forbid. That six months, probably you felt better. I've had a cancer client one time go, I've never felt this good. Stage four, never felt this good. Stay, stay just by changing the diet a few weeks later. Good Lord, I feel great. And I'm like, holy crap, didn't cure cancer. Just saying, kept around longer, longer though, than the doctor said, by the way, but was around for a while, but felt pretty good. So there's no downside to this. We've got to get over this idea that we're not 10 and we're not 
nobody's stopping us from doing things. We're making decisions to to hopefully minimize bad things happening that are going to affect our lives in a negative way, possibly kill us. I hate to say that, but it's just what it is. And if you're learning how to take care of yourself for the, potentially for the first time, you're growing as a human being. You are wrapping your head around the concepts of self-care in a way that you haven't. If you're looking in the diet realm, you're going to think it's restrictive. You're going to think about all the things you can't have. But if you grow up and attach yourself to the things of value in your life, you'll make decisions and, and it'll suck a little bit initially. Oh, I don't eat the roast beef anymore. That kind of sucks. Really? But, but stick with it for five more seconds. Yeah, it doesn't suck that bad because I'm treating myself really well and I actually feel really good. I got out of bed and I wasn't achy and feeling shitty and I went for a run and I felt pretty good for the first time in 10 years. These are good things. We've got to wrap our heads around. We don't have to. I'm just saying we should. Or do or don't. Okay, because you know I don't love the word should. I'm saying in times of quiet and that's few and far between, start to wrap your head if you haven't yet or you're in the process. And you're sort of like at a plateau. Start to wrap your head around the things of value. Start to define those things. What are the things you actually care about? The reason I called this almost compound fracture is because it ultimately is the things that add up over time for us. The behaviors that we do over time compound. And then the fracture, of course, is it leads up to this breaking point. The reason I called it Jane Says, ultimately, is because, of course, the song Jane says is about a heroin addict. And she and in the song, it's Jane says, I'm going to kick tomorrow. I'm going to kick tomorrow. And that's sort of the human thing. We kick the can down the road for things that we know already that we want to change, want to change. Yes, we'll say need. And yes, we'll say should. But poten- potentially down below that surface stuff is a, is a want. We want to change those things. We, there's a deep down desire to take, our, to take care of ourselves in a way. And you know me, if you know me, you know I'm not talking about militancy around food. I'm saying it all adds up what you do most of the time. I'm saying treating yourself well. Well, I would say this, treating yourself well all the time. But what does that actually mean? That means eating some junk food now and then because you're traveling or you're at a party. So it's sort of this lesson and this evolution of self-care that enables you to be less stressed in your life. But to say... I'm going to kick all, tomorrow, all, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Two things are going on. First of all, you see the change as restrictive and uh, I don't want to deal with this today. And two, you probably see it as too much. And you think I've got to do it tomorrow because I can't do it today. There are things you can do today, like actually today, like listening to this podcast, it's over, you turn it off and you eat an apple. You go for a light walk and do some slow breathing. You uh, pay attention to your family for real with your child. Do something present, real. The today. Jane says, I'm going to kick tomorrow. I don't I got to tell you, I've listened to the song 5,000 times in my life. I don't think she kicks it tomorrow. I got to tell you. She's pulling her dinner from her pocket. Jane has made some left turns. I'm not sure she's going to come back from it, but you can, and you can do it today. Then I sickened myself clean I just grazed the edge of what could have been Then I stopped asking 
passed out figuring I'm over flooded so hiding Have you relived it all day? Have you faltered on the way? Have you squared away the days following you? You still carry us Still carrying us not free 